0: Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of The Complicated DM. It's Mariana with you and Denise Renee. Hi everyone. Awesome. So we're glad that you're back and in today's episode, we're going to talk about the complicated life of apology.
1: This is going to be fun. <laughs> 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 So uh, recently, Mariana and I took a little assessment. I'm sure everyone is all assessment out with the variety of personality assessments that are available and thinking about what your true color is, your top five. And this was something that we wanted to do just for fun, but it turned out to be um, eye-opening for the both of us. And so we decided to make it an actual episode. So there's this book that is titled The Five Languages of Apology. And it is very similar to The Five Love Languages. In fact, the same author, Dr. Gary Chapman, is also the author of the five languages of apology with an additional um author by the name of jennifer thomas So there are five languages of apologies. They are expressing regret, accepting responsibility, making restitution, genuinely repenting, and requesting forgiveness. Hmm. So we took it and I was not surprised by my results. Mine was accepting responsibility. And the reason I was not surprised is because when I felt as if I was owed an apology, I just needed someone to one, acknowledge what they did, or at least acknowledge the hurt and pain that they caused and just say, I'm sorry, or I was wrong, period. I don't need an explanation. I don't need anything other than for the person to accept responsibility. Mari, what was your result?
0: As you're reading yours, and I'm thinking about mine, maybe we can also talk a little bit about the difference because it sounds pretty similar. So my results was expressing regret. And that one is just, I wasn't necessarily... Um, actually I was surprised a little bit because I think that when you read something that says to the T who you are you're like oh dang I guess that is how I look <laughs> at apologies and in that in this specific apology love language it's just straight to the point just tell me that you you're sorry don't make an excuse don't talk about why that happened it's straight to a point but you have to mean it and so that also includes like body language and so that's my Because when someone, you know, hurts me, I want them to own up and apologize, but also mean it and not just say the apology to say because they feel that's going to be the right thing to get us past what just happened. I think apologies is an interesting conversation because as Denise and I talk about the different elements of relationships, this is this is a big part. You know, we go through conflict with family, with friends, with coworkers. Um, so just knowing what type of apology you need, especially if someone's giving you the apology that's not your apology love language, and then you realizing, oh, that's why I never accepted that person's apology. And I do want to make a disclaimer, Denise and I are not experts in any of these topics that we talk about. It's our you know personal opinion in addition to life experiences. So just want to make sure that y'all are reminded of that.
1: Absolutely. Um, for me, I think uh, my apology language resonated with me because it made me think about times that I've had to apologize and I will say I'm sorry and period. And then the other person will say, well, that wasn't genuine. Like, did you actually mean that? (laughs) Yes. Like, I don't know what other words you want me to use besides saying I'm sorry, because if I was not sorry, I wouldn't say it, first of all. Right. Um, But I understand now by reading this information about apology languages is that that person needed something additional. They needed more words. They probably needed a justification. They probably needed me to go into all these details that I didn't feel was even necessary. Just a simple fact that I said, I'm sorry, in my opinion, should have been good enough. But now that I have this additional information, I can look at it differently and respond differently and give them, you know, what they need, actually speak in their particular language so that they fully understand that when I say I'm sorry, that I really am sorry. And if I need to use additional words, and I'm happy to do that. However, I am hopeful that a person knows me well enough and knows my heart to know that if I say I'm sorry, that it is extremely genuine and it's coming from a really good place.
0: So. As you're saying this it makes me think about you know because I think apologies are also tied in with forgiveness do you feel like you forgive easily or do you feel like you don't
1: I do now I didn't always a couple of years ago forgiveness was something that I worked really hard to try and do and be better at because it is a challenge I do feel as if that I am a little too forgiving now and I've actually shared that with some people that I felt that they were taking advantage of of my forgiving heart that caused, you know, conflict in our relationship, because I felt as if they knew they could do something that they knew was going to annoy me or upset me. But they also knew that I was going to forgive them. And if they said that they were sorry, and actually meant it that we could move past it and move forward, which which is true, right? Ultimately, if you're trying to build a relationship with someone, whether it is platonic or romantic, there, there will be challenges, there will be, you know, obstacles that will come that will try to interfere with that particular relationship. And you have to have a forgiving heart to be able to continue to build on the foundation that you're trying to build. But at the same time, I do need for you to respect the boundaries that I'm going to set with you and not take advantage of the fact that you know that I have a forgiving heart and that more than likely I will, you know, give you that forgiveness. And I need for you to know that there will come a point where I will forgive you, but that doesn't mean that I need to keep you as part of my circle as well do
0: you feel like you forgive you forgive individuals at the same level depending who they are so for example like you forgive friends the same way you forgive family and the same way you forgive a partner you're with in a romantic relationship I think and a at co-worker.
1: This, I think at this point in my life, I am probably more forgiving on the same level with everyone, um, with those that I care about, with those, you know, that mean something to me. Maybe not necessarily with co-workers because I may not know them well enough to know their intent but I think if I know your intentions, and we can have a conversation about whatever happened, I am more than likely, you know, willing to forgive you. But we also need to talk about what that forgiveness will look like moving forward. Um, as I mentioned, you know, previously, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to remain friends. Um, or that we're going to continue to try and be in a romantic relationship, but I can forgive you and still, you know, be your friend and respect you. But again, that doesn't mean um, you will be part of my circle moving forward.
0: Well, I have to say, I applaud you. And I don't know if maybe that comes with the wisdom you have or with experience, but I will, I agree a little bit in the in the sense that I'm forgiving a little bit more than before but I will say I don't feel like I forgive easily and I know that that's something that I have to work on a lot but I know that because of that I'm okay not talking to someone for two (laughs) or three years it does not faze me you know I, I remember unfortunately many years ago I was really hurt by a family member and I went over two years and I remember that I had a best friend at the time That she was so awesome because she would ask me, like, are you talking to your sister yet? Are you talking to your sister yet? Periodically, because she couldn't believe that I was going that long without talking to her. And it's unfortunate. Sometimes I think our behaviors stem from what we grew up knowing and what we grew up around. And I know that growing up, my mom was big on holding grudges. And I think that grudges is tied in with apology. And they go completely.
1: Completely. I've been in a similar situation where it's been a significant amount of time um, that I've spoken to a friend um, and a particular family member. But for me, and it's not that I'm mad at them. I am not mad. I hold no ill will towards those individuals. But I also feel as if I didn't do anything wrong in that situation and that if they were to reach out to me, I would completely respond. But I feel as if with those particular situations that they were dealing with something else that was bigger than me. And that maybe the way that they communicated with me was not intentionally meant to hurt me, but it did. And so I never responded and I've yet to pick up a phone, text, email, anything because I believe or hope that they know that what they said impacted me in a way that I don't feel as if I need to be the one to try and fix it.
0: Hmm, that's true. And I have you know, I, uh, it makes me also wonder about like hurt when you're hurt, then a lot of times I feel like you're even less likely to accept the apology. So I feel like the older I've gotten, the easier I am to forgive a friend because I know the meaning of a friendship, but I am less forgiving to forgive, you know, a romantic partner because of the little patience I have with that and just trying to right protect my heart. And so right. I, I, I have noticed a difference difference in a shift of that, of just valuing the forgiveness of a friend, even a co-worker, because at the end of the day, I have to work with them. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to trust you the same way. You're going to be put in a certain box
1: <laughs> right, right. and you're not going to come out of that box. <laughs> Right. No, 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 no. I I, that, that's work. real. That is so real. For me, romantically, I think it depends on the hurt or the pain that you've caused me, how quickly I'm going to forgive you. Ultimately, I will forgive you. Um, but there are some people that I forgive. And just recently, I had, <laughs> this is so weird that we're recording this. Just recently, I had an ex slide in my inbox, you know, <laughs> tell me that he apologizes for breaking my heart many years ago and that, you know, he's thought about me, you know, over the years. And it I felt as if it was a sincere apology. And I responded and said, you know, thank you, one, for acknowledging the hurt that you caused me because it was some serious hurt. And I appreciated the apology. Now, that doesn't mean we can, you know, rekindle old flames because you know he still is very much a trigger because it was something that was extremely hurtful that we experienced I do appreciate him acknowledging it and saying that he was sorry and I I forgive him for that like I wish him well I hope life is amazing for him I hope his future will be amazing but that future will not include Denise
0: yeah and I think the reason apologies are so important no matter at what stage you're providing that apology I mean of course the sooner the better the other thing that apologies does it provides validation because sometimes there's hurt and you really needed that apology and you're not getting that apology at the moment so you're right you're still hurt and then this apology comes years later and you realize like dang thank you thanks for owning up. And now I realize my feelings were valid because you, like, you realized years later
1: you had to apologize because of the shitty way you behaved. Right. Right. And, and and for me, I like to apologize either in the moment or as soon as possible after I know that I did something. You know, there was one guy that I was dating. He had called me one day because he was upset with me and I'd ask, what's wrong? What happened? And he said, you know what you did you know what you said I'm like actually I don't and then he communicated it with me and I had said wait when did I say that when did that happen and it had happened like two or three weeks before the moment he had the conversation with me and I said well one I don't remember saying that but if I did say that and it impacted you in this way I apologize like the way it impacted you was definitely not you know my intent you know I was just talking, right? However, moving forward, if anything happens, I need for you to say something in a moment, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like when I'm training a dog. <laughs> you have to do the, you have to correct the behavior in the moment because if you do it later, the person or the dog is now confused because they're not able to connect the two together. So if you believe you need an apology or expect an apology, you have to communicate very quickly with the person so that they can fully understand how it hurt you, right? The pain that they caused. because coming to me two or three weeks later, uh, did it really hurt your feelings? Or <laughs> my other issue is that, so you've been big mad at me, right? <laughs> for several weeks and didn't have, I don't know, the courage or the words to communicate with me that you needed an apology for me for something that I said to you.
0: So when someone apologizes to you, let, let's say it's in a romantic relationship right and someone apologizes to you do you give them the benefit of the doubt that they're going to do the same thing again is that in the back of your head of well I may run into this again with the person or do you not think about that you accept the apology and you move on
1: um I accept the apology we can move forward together however if there are moments or triggers that causes me to reflect on something that he had did previously that caused Us to have the issue, I'll bring it up again. I'm the petty person that will say, well, let the record reflect (laughs) that. The last time we were in this similar situation, this is what happened. So that they know, you know, I'm correcting the behavior in the moment. This is what caused the issue the last time. This is why you had to apologize to me the last time. Because if it does become a pattern, then this is just who you are. It wasn't a one and done. Like, I will give the person the benefit of the doubt. But again, if it happens even similarly... I'm going to call it out and then now let you know that I see a pattern.
0: What about with family? Do you feel like apology? How do you navigate apologies with family? Because you know, I, I, mean, I tied in with the holidays. Like what if like some crap went down? You know, that's that's the home you're going back for the holidays. Do you right. apologize easily and go back? Or
1: right. you, going home, it's not always fun for people, right? And and I acknowledge that. And to be honest, I'm not sure if anyone in my family has ever said sorry to me when I felt as if they have needed to. Because there have been moments where there has been a miscommunication Mm. and I'll explain my point of view. They'll explain their point of view. I don't feel as if they've always been receptive to my point of view and my thoughts on the situation. But then, you know, time will pass and I'll get a random text or a random phone call from the person and we just move forward as if none of that ever happened. Right. Which is fine, you know, but I don't think that that's necessarily healthy. Right. Right. Um, At
0: all. And I think that with families, it's even harder than just, I don't want to say a basic apology, but it's harder than an apology with a friendship because sometimes that's trauma our family caused for us. They may never, like you said, say, I'm sorry, or they may never acknowledge. Or, I mean, depending on the community you come from, because they don't have the resources. I feel like I'm very privileged of the educational resources I have. So I'm able to look back and realize, wow, like I made this damage to my little brother, or to my mom, and I can go back and apologize for something. And they don't have that education level to be able to go back and reflect and say, hey, I'm so sorry about this because now I realize it created this X, Y, and Z long-term trauma for you.
1: Absolutely. And I think for me personally, I think that has what has caused a lot of issues is the fact that I will point out, you know, ways that they can get help or ways that we can have dialogue to talk about the issue, but then they feel as if that I'm not coming from a good place. (laughs) Right. <laughs> there, You know, like, and I'm like, no, like I need for you to talk to me and, and, and like use your words and tell me why you feel that way. Like, what did I say or do that made you feel um, hurt? Right? Yeah. Because it, it was never my intent. Mari, you know me and anyone that's listening knows me that I am direct. I am and completely kind. D- and kind. <laughs> I am direct and I'm kind. However, those that may not know me in that way might receive my directness as if I'm trying to... To be hurtful or as if I don't have any empathy or compassion but I just don't sugarcoat things I'm mm. just direct right but it's it's coming from a good place but that's that's who I am as a person however if my directness is an issue for you I need for you to say it I need for you to say well that was rude and then I'm like oh my bad like I didn't mean for it to be rude and then we can move forward but if you don't ever say anything and then you know days pass and you bring it up later because you don't like how I'm talking to you. Okay, so why didn't you say something day one,
0: right? (laughs) Apology is such, it's broad. It impacts so much. It impacts relationships. It it can cause trauma. It's beyond, I think, as basic as we make it seem sometimes. It's deeper.
1: Exactly, um, And something that I had posted the other day on our IG account, which is complicated underscore DM, please be sure to follow us. But it was some information about our parents' history of trauma and how they have struggled with certain things or they just lack the necessary skills to be nurturing or to be the parent you desire and that you want. And mainly because of their, their life experiences, their un healthy coping skills and that trauma is passed on to how they communicate with you, how they raised you, how your relationship really is impacted. You know, I know I didn't grow up in a household where there was a lot of I love you's and I'm sorry, but I didn't feel as if I wasn't loved and that the person wasn't sorry. I just didn't hear those words.
0: Well, just how people don't realize that long-term trauma this causes that then rolls over into your relationships, all of your relationships.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, completely. And I think what I have to remind myself is that I can't fix other people's issues. As much as I would like to quote unquote, educate other people and let them know that they are toxic, right? That they need therapy or whatever the case may be. I can't fix their issue. And I struggle and challenge. I'm challenged with telling family members that they need therapy or that they're toxic but (laughs) I can tell a friend that and I'm not sure why it's easier for me to communicate with a friend to say hey you know person you need to go to therapy and therapy is good for you and maybe because like I had shared with a family member before about my anxiety and that something that they were doing was you know, causing anxiousness. I, you know, talked about going to therapy and the person responded and said, well, that's your fault, you're crazy. And that's yeah. a quick way to shut me down.
0: Yeah. Especially in our communities. Therapy is a privilege.
1: It is. It is, Oof, Mari. How are you gonna wrap this up?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, apology is more complex than "I'm sorry, I didn't mean that" because I, we want and we hope that y'all reflect on: Do you owe someone an apology? Do you are you doing something that maybe you are causing harm to someone that maybe? it does deserve an apology. So they, their feelings are validated for you to remember that, you know, maybe it's an apology you owe to a family member. Um, Maybe it's an apology now during like all the racial stuff going on nationally, maybe it's an apology that you owe to one of your POC friends of something you said a long time ago or an action after educating yourself on so much lately or being exposed to so much lately. Maybe it's an action that you did and maybe that's the apology you need. But just we encourage you all to take this test um, and share it with your friends. Share the test with your family members and reflect a little bit on apologies is stemmed in into this crazy cycle of relationships all types of relationships so let's normalize it learn what it is let's learn someone is extending an apology there's different languages so don't just blow them off it may just be their apology language and don't forget to follow us on social media as well as don't forget to send us any emails just a friendly reminder our episodes are released every first thursday of the month and every third thursday of the month thanks for listening bye bye (music) .